In an election year bombshell, Labour Minister Mika Whaiteri has jumped ship, her shock defection blindsiding her own caucus, including the Prime Minister. She remains in Parliament as an independent MP, but intends to contest her Ikaroa Rafiti seat this election for Te Pāti Māori. Opposition MPs are now questioning why she's not been booted from her electorate and Parliament under the waka jumping provision. Here's our Deputy Political Editor, Craig McCulloch. An extraordinary act of insubordination unheard of in New Zealand's recent political history. A Minister of the Crown defecting from the governing party to join the opposition. This morning I have officially notified the Speaker that I have resigned from the New Zealand Labour Party and have joined Te Party Māori. Mika Whaiteri made the announcement at her Waipatu Marae in Hastings this morning, a tightly managed affair with only select Māori media invited. The decision to cross the floor is not an easy one, but it's the right one. The emotional event was framed as a coming home celebration for an MP who spent a decade away in the Labour Party. The selection, she says, she will stand again in her Ikarorafiri seat, but this time for Te Party Māori. I have spoken my truth. The decision is in your hands. Tātou, <laughs> the defection has left Labour reeling. The Prime Minister blindsided while on the other side of the world. The ultimate betrayal. He was alerted overnight after landing in London for the King's coronation, left to read media reports while the rest of New Zealand slept. I haven't had a conversation uh, with Mika Whaiteri yet, and I um, obviously want to do her the courtesy of hearing what she has to say, if anything. She did not return that courtesy. No phone call, not even a text message to her soon to be former boss. Um, he will have seen the announcement. Her Labour colleagues were also left in the dark, most learned via rumours which began circulating yesterday. Today they were putting on a brave face, some more successfully than others. I I just feel disappointment really and sadness. Look, if she doesn't want to be with us, it's better off that she moves on. I'm sad to lose a tuahine, um, but she's got her own reasons. You know, politics moves fast. These things happen and we just move on with stuff. Pretty disappointing, but you know, we can't really dwell on that, we just got to get on with the job. The senior Māori MP Kitty Allen is seemingly the only Labour caucus member so far to speak directly with Mika Whaiteri. She was dispatched early this morning to speak with her face-to-face in the Hawke's Bay. I certainly said, are you sure? And she said, do you want to come to the Māori party? Well, I think we both said no to each other. The reasons behind Mika Whaiteri's dramatic departure remain somewhat opaque. Made a cabinet minister in 2017, She was sacked a year later after allegations of bullying. In 2020, she was reinstated to the executive, but remained outside cabinet and has since been passed over for promotion on several occasions. She says that is not why she's going. She says she has a responsibility to her whakapapa and to Māori political activism. It's my calling. It's who I am as a Māori. It's coming home. Mm. Her new friends at Te Pāti Māori describe her defection as an act of liberation, as freedom from slavery, an occasion for celebration. This is huge. Mm. This is not anything. You know, Māori parties never held this seat. And today, the seat returns to its rightful place. With Tamata She's crossing the floor to cross the bridge 
to her own emancipation from being controlled by others. When you're given the key to unshackle your cousin, what do you do? You free her. But Willie Jackson, who's co-chair of Labour's Māori caucus, says it is nonsense to suggest they're shackled. She hasn't said anything to us. She never, she never ever mentioned that word emancipation to me. But, uh, um, you know, I'd be nice to hear from her. Labour must now pick up the pieces, select a new candidate for Ikaroa Rafferty and divvy out Mika Whaiteri's jobs. That includes her role overseeing the cyclone recovery for Hawke's Bay, a position she only recently picked up after Stuart Nash's sacking. And that right there is the biggest risk for Labour, that yet another ministerial casualty begins to look careless. Our political editor, Jane Patterson, joins us now live from Parliament. Jane, so many questions. Let's start with the obvious one first. Mika Whaiteri, she's quit Labour, but she's still in Parliament. How does that work with the waka jumping rules? constitutional confusion, Lisa. So the Labour Party were reeling from this news that they only started to hear about yesterday and then there was the announcement this morning in Hastings. Then the action moved into Parliament because at issue here is that Walker jumping law. So basically it's designed so that if uh, an MP is elected on a Labour ticket, for example, and decides to go to another party, then they automatically lose their seat. And there are two ways that can happen. One is that their original party can decide that um, they want to show that they've distorted the will of the voters in effect and can move against them through a series of steps. But the first one is through the MP themselves and if they, d- through a written notice to the Speaker, advise the Speaker that they have resigned from the parliamentary membership of the political party for which they were elected or that they wish to be recognised for parliamentary purposes as either an independent MP or a member of another political party, their seat automatically becomes vacant. Now, in her public announcement this morning, Mika Whaiteri said, This morning I have officially notified the Speaker that I have resigned from the Labour Party and am joining to party Māori effective immediately. Now, based on that statement, i.e. that that email was sent in exactly that spirit and, and those words, then that would have triggered the Act, but... In between all of that, uh, the uh, Speaker of the House, Adrian Rirafe, came to Parliament and said that basically the way that she had communicated meant that it didn't reach the threshold. So there was about 20 minutes back and forth between opposition MPs who were clearly perplexed about why she hadn't triggered the law. What it basically comes down to is the Speaker said that she emailed him um, talking about voting in terms of casting her proxy vote, uh, where she would sit and that sort of thing, and didn't address her membership of the party, which is that key provision, which basically means she sort of skated past that walker jumping legislation and for now remains in Parliament. So the remaining issue is what exactly did that email say to Speaker Rurafe and has he made the right decision? Opposition parties say the only way to judge that is for that communication to be released. Has he said whether he'll do that? Not well. We haven't. We have actually asked him. We've emailed the speaker's office, um, asking for those details, asking about any other interactions. For example, um, with the Māori Party. <clears throat> for example, this morning after the announcement at the Marae, Mika Whaiteri and Party President um, John Tamahiri uh, faced the media, and she was asked, "Did you mean to vacate your seat?" And she said, "No." And then John Tamahiri intervened and said, "Look, we're working through these issues with the speaker. You know, it would be inappropriate." until those conversations have have ceased. So we'd like to know what those conversations were too in terms of interaction with the Speaker's office. We have not had a response so far from the Speaker, but from 
his Labour Party colleagues, there seems to be no indication or desire to uh, release that email and keep this controversy going. They really want to shut it down. They want to avoid a by-election. But all of this has definitely kept the controversy going well into the afternoon. What about the broader politics? It's hardly manner enhancing for the Prime Minister and the Labour leader, Christopher Hipkins. He had no idea this was coming. And then during the announcement, they have really used the imagery of slavery, talking about her being emancipated um, and shackled by the Labour Party. What are the broader implications here? Are there more people to follow? How does it play out with the election and the electorate? That was certainly the narrative that the Māori Party, um, both the co-leaders and the president, um, were expressing that Mika Whaiteri had been yeah, un unshackled from the Labour Party where the inference was that um, they had a whole lot of policies, um, or Labour and the government had a whole lot of policies affecting Māori that she was basically bound to agree with in public, even if she even if she disagreed, and she had gone to be um, to a much freer party where she could be herself and return to her iwi roots. Um, that is the narrative that they want to get across her Labour Party colleagues say, well, we haven't had those discussions with her. She's, as you just heard Willie Jackson say, we haven't had those conversations. They're really trying to downplay the significance of, of this, but of course it's damaging, and it's very damaging the way that it's been done too. The shock value, um, not only for the public announcement, but also to her colleagues and to have the Prime Minister arriving in the UK for the King's coronation and the first questions that he's facing are, what is happening, what's going on? And he had not only been informed about it by her, but there's been no um, contact since then. When uh, Mika Whaiteri was asked about you know, whether she would do him the courtesy of any communication, she just said, well, he will have seen the announcement. So uh, that is still being digested by Labour Party MPs. No suggestion at this stage that any other MPs will, will follow in her suit, um, but this is very interesting for the general election in that Ikaroa Rafati seat. Um, she's a long-term MP there. She's held it for 10 years. She inherited it from Labour stalwart Parakoro Horamea. It's very good name recognition, of course, local connections, Ngati Kahangungu. So um, that will be a, a battle royale. And of course, Labour now left with actually having to find a candidate, a good, credible candidate for that seat. Because up until yesterday, they had presumed that Mika Whaiteri would be fighting that seat for them. Lots to come on this one. Thank you, Jane. That is Jane Patterson, our political editor, live from Parliament there.